You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from almost spring. Feels like spring, Atlanta, Georgia. So grateful that you joined me from all over the world today. And I am so honored and privileged that you allow me to come into your life and to your home every week. And I can truly say with all of the faith that's on the inside of me, I believe that your life will never be the same again. Well, how are you doing today? Wow, it's a beautiful day here in the ATL, as I said earlier. It feels like spring. Uh, I was just walking uh, in my subdivision and all the trees are are blooming and uh, it's so beautiful. You know, spring uh, means a new beginning and that's what I believe is happening in your life. Well, I have a powerful show for you today and he's going to be talking about the effects of gratitude. Wow. Did you know that gratitude can take you to next level living? That's all I'm going to say. Cause, and I want you to stay tuned. If you have a friend who's going through a lot or a family member, uh, just invite them to, to tune in or, or send them the link to the podcast because, you know, gratitude can bring you out of poverty, out of sickness and disease, and uh, it's very powerful. It's one of the highest vibrations that you can live in. Well, guess what? Today, March 17th, is the last day for you guys to purchase my uh, buy one, get another coaching session free. So the bottom line is you buy a one hour coaching session and I'm going to give you one absolutely free. Uh, The offer was from March 10th until the 17th. Today is the last time uh, that I'm going to be talking about it but you still have time until 12 midnight tonight. Let's see. Let me talk about the cruise. We have about three more weeks to go. Guess what? I got both of my big suitcases already out. All three of my different sun hats (laughs) already out. And uh, if you want to go on the cruise, they still have cabins available. I say set your intention. This is a great time to practice setting intention. And it's going to be very, very powerful. You know, go to LOARadioNetwork.com and click on the cruise link. Let's see, before I go to my special guest, uh, I wanted to share with you a principle. And uh, I heard a powerful story from one of my clients today. She's a very successful businesswoman. And I'm just going to share with you the principle. And the principle is no matter what you're doing in your life, you need to include God or spirit. You know, whether it's um, 
starting a business, losing weight. You, you know, you want to know your partner better. You want to have a better marriage, a better relationship. Whatever it is, you need to factor in God or know that spirit is right there with you. So the principle is instead of going rogue on your own, humanism means I'm trying to do it on my own. You need to make sure that you you are including God in your thinking, in your actions, in your beliefs, etc. So let me tell you this quick story. Uh, my client had a major contract uh, here in Atlanta and uh, she was called in by the state agency person said, hey, you've been doing a great job. However, uh, the funding source has ended and uh, we don't have any more money here. And of course, she was stunned and a little upset. And the state agency person said to her, but we do have money in another county, which is Columbus, Georgia, which is about two and a half hours away. And so my client said, well, I don't know anybody in Columbus. I'm not even established there. And so um, the state agency later said, well, I'm sorry. I guess this is the end of your contract, etc." So, of course, my client walked away stunned, upset, remorseful, fearful. And she said she she was walking down the hallway and she said to herself, God, what am I going to do? She she walked to her car, sat in her car and she said her phone rang and there was an unknown number there. And uh, the lady on the line said, hello, uh, I know you don't know who I am. I met you five years ago and uh, I was talking to my co-workers about you today. And I just wanted to call you because I found your card in my desk. And she, uh, she said, I didn't even know if you would answer your phone, but I just want to thank you for what you taught me on time management because I'm using it right now. And my client said, well, when did I teach you? She said about five years ago. And so uh, my client did not remember this woman, but she said, wow, that was really nice of you, etc." And so then my client said, well, where do you live? And she said, I live in Columbus, Georgia. And uh, my client said, wow, that's so interesting. I just got through talking to a uh, state agency person about uh, my old contract that just ended here in Atlanta. And they said they had funding in Columbus. But she said, I turned it down because I don't know anybody. I'm not really connected there. And it would be such a drastic move. And this lady whom she did not even remember and had never uh, she 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 met her but did not remember talking to her said oh I work for that agency I know everybody in that agency and she began to give my client all of the names email addresses and numbers of all the top people in Columbus Georgia as a result of that my client reached out to all of those people they helped her to, you know, find a building, connect her with all the right people. Uh, she was able to write, you know, accept the bid. And she worked in Columbus, Georgia for years and made millions. So what's the principle? The principle is what are the chances that 
my client would receive a phone call just in the moment when she was frustrated, what she said she was about to cry, did not know what she was going to do. As I said, she made millions in that county for years, in that city for years. And the principle is this, only by the spirit did that happen. She believes that really the spirit of God touched this woman, had her to call her just at that moment. And she said she sat in her car and wept. So I'm just saying to you, whatever you're doing, you know, if, if you if you're starting a business, if you're trying to get pregnant, have another a, a baby, if you're f- frustrated in your marriage, if you're trying to find your purpose, make sure you factor in factoring in means that you include you think about uh, and that you embrace that invisible remarkable, miraculous power of the spirit that can make the miraculous happen in your life. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. I'm going to go to these quick commercials. I want you to meditate on what I just said. And then I'm going to be right back with my very special guest. So stay tuned. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back and I'm really excited about my very special guest, uh, Mr. Rich Cavanis. And he is an author, trainer, coach, and uh, he is the author of so many books. But today we're going to be talking about the gratitude effect, shift your mindset, optimize your outcomes and boost emotional well-being. And additionally, uh, he has authored a couple other books, The Power to Thrive. And I interviewed him some years back where he talked about a book he authored, Decoding the Secret, The Law of Attraction from a biblical perspective. He has a book coming out this fall, uh, and I'm going to let him talk about talk about that. So Rich, welcome back to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Constance, I'm honored. Uh, I love to follow you and uh, on social media, you're doing a great work and uh, I just appreciate all the positivity and and uh, just the great message that you put out there and I'm honored to be on, on your show. Thank you. It's been like four or five years, I think. 
I think it was actually 2013, if I remember correctly. Wow, wow. You, you're very detailed. So what's been going on with you? And then we're going to get into your book. Well, um, I have um, kind of moved into a direction now where um, not uh, I kind of came up with a concept of basically creating a business around my books. And so uh, what I'm doing now is because, uh, you know, most people, uh, when they write a book, they they think that they're going to make a lot of money with the book itself. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that I don't make money from my books because I do. But that's not what the purpose of writing the book is. The purpose of writing the book is to actually um, generate interest, uh, create opportunities for my other coaching programs and for my speaking engagements. And so I build an actual business around all of my books, which includes workshops, weekend conferences, group coaching, individual coaching, um, you know, just all of those type of things. And of course, online products. So, you know, I, I can sell the um, um, workshops and people can watch them online and that type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I just develop a business around my books. Guess what? I'm going to I'm, I'm going to I'm going to adopt that idea, <laughs> that strategy. You know, that's a great strategy, you know. Uh, but when I when I read and I told you that I'm sleepy because I stayed up last night reading of uh, the gratitude effect, you know, I, I was just so moved by it and uh, wanted you to come on and just share just why is everybody so into gratitude? Are we just awakening to it, et cetera, and then how people can use it? So I'm going to let you go ahead. Well, you know, I, I think I would like to kind of start, if I could, with how I came okay. to writing the book. And I think it's a great lead in and we can we can get to that. But um, it's kind of a kind of the story of my life. And so in 2011, um, I was living in Dallas, Texas. I had moved the year earlier, November 2010. I had gone through a a personal uh, kind of a transition in my life, and I was really kind of starting over from scratch in many ways. And so I was in Dallas, landed there, and I became a a strategic partner in a construction company, just a little small company. This guy had had it for, I don't know, 15 years, I guess, up to that point. And... um, you know, it just was him and, and a couple crews and, you know, they just made, you know, maybe 250000 uh, a year or something like that at the most. And in a very short period of time, we went from, you know, a small amount of money to over $3 million a year. Wow. We made a very good team and um, I jumped into an industry that I knew nothing about, literally. Uh, I'm about as mechanically inclined as an extra belly button. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, my wife will tell you that the reason that I have to make so much money is because I have to pay people to do all the work that needs because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not able to do it. But here's the thing. <clears throat> the thing is, is that uh, so um, in November of November 17th, 2011 was a day that changed my life forever. Mm. Uh, I was doing a roof inspection on a two story roof. I pulled up in front of the house. And um, got out of the truck, looked at the roof and thought, no big deal. I'm used to doing this piece of cake. Pulled out my ladder, walked up, put the ladder up to the first story, then pulled the ladder up, 
put the ladder on the first story, up to the second story, and up I went. I did my roof inspection, and uh, I was about about 18 feet in the air. Um, it was a you know fairly high two-story. Mm-hmm. And um, when I went to come down, I put both my feet on the top rung and uh, was starting to come down, and the ladder slipped out from underneath me. And uh, I came crashing down, uh, literally bounced off the first story and came flying down, uh, landed in the grass on the, on the, in the front of the house. And, uh, I, I was really messed up. I had broken bones, fractures, um, uh, hit, uh, back issues. Uh, my L2, a disc was completely blown out and, um, so as I was laying in the ER, they, of course, they came and got me and laying in the ER, this doctor comes in and he says to me, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're about. But all I can tell you is that 80% of the people that fall from the distance that you fell from are either dead, have a serious head trauma, or are permanently disabled. And you're neither of those. And he walked out. And as I was left there by myself, I began to have this overwhelming sensation of gratitude like I've never experienced before. True gratitude. Such a gratitude, such an attitude of of gratefulness that I began to cry. I began to just feel this incredible peace uh, mixed in with my pain. (laughs) But I felt like I was actually given a second chance on my life. And so as I was recovering, uh, which was a lot had, was filled with a lot of ups and downs, it took me over six months just to even get back, you know, kind of back to normal again. And uh, during that time was a lot of time of introspection. And I realized, Constance, that I was not a very grateful person. And I had really taken a lot of things for granted. And so it really started me on this journey of understanding what gratitude really is and not just what gratitude really is, but the difference between thankfulness and gratitude and why it's actually really important to live in an attitude of gratitude. And so it started me on this journey, which then ended up, you know, kind of fleshing out into the book, The Gratitude Effect. Wow, that's a powerful story. Uh, you know, I know in, in part one of your book, you talk uh, you talk about how gratitude is the catalyst yes. that fuels a positive mental attitude. Expound yep. on that. Well, I believe, uh, you know, many of us have heard, uh, and I believe, and I know you do too, but, you know, we hear that, you know, you've got to have a positive mental attitude. And, of course, Napoleon Hill, which I'm a certified uh, instructor with the Napoleon Hill Foundation, you know, he teaches in his 17 principles of success that that's the, the positive mental attitude is actually the glue that holds everything together, your purpose, your mastermind alliance, your um, applied faith, all of it is all kind of the glue that holds it all together is a positive mental attitude. Well, what I began to understand was that there was some different elements that actually make up a positive mental attitude. It's it's not just think good thoughts. There's more to it than that. And I believe that the, the catalyst that actually gets a positive, a positivity to your thinking going is having an attitude of gratitude. And so I start every single day 
with gratitude. The first 30 minutes of when I wake up, Constance, are about being grateful. Um, I, I do my meditation, my devotion. Um, I look over my mission, vision, uh, purpose statements. I, I look over my goals. Um, I, I read my 60-minute commercial about myself. You know, I, I get my mindset in line so that it helps me to take on the rest of my day. And so, which is kind of contrary to what most people do. Most Americans, when they first wake up, the first thing they do is they grab their cell phones and they get on their news feeds and check their emails and all this kind of stuff. And so they fill their mind with huge amounts of stress, right? When their mind is actually the most open to imagination and creativity. And so I do that in the morning. I do that in the evening. And I just make sure that I, I'm grateful for three things every day, no matter what. And uh, it really, really makes a difference. And so, you know, kind of the elements of a positive mental attitude, I'll just go down them real quick, if that's okay with you. Okay. So obviously the first one, I believe, is, is gratitude and thankfulness, which I didn't explain. So here's the difference between what I believe is gratitude and thankfulness. <clears throat> so thankfulness, I, you know, Constance, you could do something very nice for me and I can say, Constance, thank you. You're having me on this radio program and I, I thank you. I'm, I'm honored to be here. But it doesn't necessarily move the inner part of my soul. When you're grateful for something, it moves you in such a way because you're actually receiving something that you don't necessarily deserve. Mm. And it, it compels you to want to give back. And so you can say thank you to people. And yes, it's a nice, cordial, mannerly, respectful thing to say, but it may not change anything about you. Whereas gratitude really does change. And that's why I believe, as I've done more studying for my new book coming out this fall, The Gratitude Effect for Christians, I believe that as you study in the Bible, that God is very clear that he, he, the gratitude is important to him. He wants us to be grateful for all that he's done for us. And again, we didn't deserve any of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but we, we need to be grateful for it. So great gratitude is, is, is right there. The second element is faith. When you have faith in yourself, when you have faith in God, when you have faith in it may be a, a higher power of the universe, however your your listeners equate their higher power but when you tap into that with your faith and your belief in yourself it it stirs within you a positivity and a high uh, energy of enthusiasm and uh it, it really moves you to to do great things the third element is courage now the opposite of courage is fear and so you know, you cannot be exercising and walking in fear and be expressing gratitude because you're going to be thinking about yourself when you're afraid. You tend to think, um, you know, what's going on inside. You tend to be a little bit more self-centered, whereas when you have courage, you're exercising your faith to be in a place where you don't necessarily know the how, but you're stepping out, believing that it's going to open up and be there for you. And so that tends to open up that's that's an element that tends to bring about a positive mental attitude 
Um, integrity is another element. You know, when you operate with a moral compass and you have values and roles um, that are important to you, it tends to spring forth a positive mental attitude. When people don't have integrity, um, they tend to be very negative people and they tend to operate out of a scarcity mentality as well. Um, another key element, which that makes complete sense, is optimism. You know, I'll give you a great example of this. So I live in Dallas and I'm actually from the, the great Pacific Northwest and um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a real Seattle Seahawk fan. And so uh -huh. I'm, li I'm living in Dallas Cowboy country, which uh, <laughs> you got to be careful here. These people you got to be careful, Rich. <laughs> here. So anyway, here's what happened. So, of course, the Seahawks and the Cowboys met in the playoffs. And so the Dallas Cowboys ended up beating the Seahawks 24 to 22. It was a great game. And I remember somebody saying, wow, you must feel really, really bad. And I said, no, actually, I don't. I said, I'm happy for the Cowboys. You know, I live here in this community, so I'm, you know, I'm, I am happy for them. But nobody expected Seattle to be in the playoffs. And just to be at 10 and 6 and in the playoffs, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm really ecstatic. I'm, I feel like it was a great season for us. And so what I did is I turned what I would call a glass half empty into the glass is half full. And so uh, instead of looking at it as a negative, I just said, no, not at all. It's, it's just great that we were here and, and that type of thing. And so optimism tends to have, it's your perception of your reality and it's the way that you look at things and the way that you hope things will be. And a lot of times people with a negative mental attitude, they tend to be very pessimistic and they tend to be very negative um, about uh, people and about opportunity. Um, initiative is another element. You know, people who have a positive mental attitude operate with a lot of initiative. You know, they know what needs to be done and, um, you know, they're excited about what they're doing. So they have a purpose and, you know, you and I both know that when you have, when you know what your why is in your life, it makes it so much, it makes it almost fun to get out of bed in the morning because you're excited about working on your why and, so you know, true. moving so forward. That way. And so having a, a, the proper mindset is, is so important for that. And of course, giving is a big part of it as well. I believe it's virtually impossible to achieve any high level of success if you um, become what I call a hoarder mentality, if you believe that you're just, and, and that would be like scarcity, where you believe that, you know, there's only so much for everyone to have. I got to get mine while I can get it. And um, that's, that's not really the way it works. You know, there's an unlimited amount of resources for us. And so the more that we give, and I find this so true in my life, the more that that we give, the more that we benefit and help others, that blessing, that that benefit from that comes back to us uh, in, in many different ways, but it's incredibly powerful. And then, of course, when you have goals and a plan of action, uh, that's a big part of the having a positive mental attitude. When you have something that you're working towards and you're excited about it and you've got a plan of action and you know how you're going to get there, you can almost see it. Um, I love the saying, I believe Bob Proctor says that when you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. 
Um, I, I love that. And so that's what goals and a plan of action do. It gives you, you can literally see with your mind, you can actually see it coming to an end and then you just are working the steps to get to that point. So, you know, I think understanding what goes into having a positive mental attitude is really important. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes when I coach people and, um, you know, I, I, I'll ask them about, um, you know, are you happy where you're at today? And they'll say, no, I'm not. I wish I was in a different place. And I said, well, let me ask you another question. Are you grateful of where you're at today? And of course they say, well, why would I be grateful for I'm at? I said, well, here's the thing. If you can't be grateful where you're at, whether something really bad has happened to you recently or in your past, whatever it may be, if you can't be grateful for where you're at and learn from where what has brought you to this point, then you're not going to be able to move on. And, you know, one of the key components of being able to uh, achieve any high level of success is learning from adversity and defeat and then taking the challenging times and using them as stepping stones and not allowing them to be stumbling blocks. So, um, but I'm a firm believer, Constance, how you start your day will determine how the rest of your day goes. You know, you know, both of us are Christians and, you know, sort of like you, I spend my morning in gratitude, thanksgiving, worship, praise. I did that this morning. Uh, Just, uh, you know, meditating, reading and all of that. And just to give you an example, and then we're going to move on to the the science and the benefits of gratitude. I... um, uh, everybody knows that my brother made his transition a couple of weeks ago in Tennessee. So I was staying in a hotel and, you know, there was a stressful time. A lot was going on and I accidentally left my, my the TV on and I realized that when I woke up the next morning, I just did not have that deep sleep because subconsciously, Whatever was on the TV was getting on the inside of me, (laughs) you know, and that's just a prime example of almost guarding your heart, uh, especially in the morning when you first wake up. And at least my mind used to be, look what all you have to do today. Uh Uh-uh. I don't pick up my phone, none of my devices. And, and like you, Rich, I've just learned the most important thing I have to do for me is gratitude, praise, thanksgiving, worship, meditation, and reading. Yep. 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 That yep. Nothing but the, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So let's uh, talk. Let's talk about the science because people yeah. are interested in the science and what that looks like and the benefits of of living in gratitude. Well, um, as I as I put in my book, you know, there's 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 12 main benefits of having an attitude of gratitude. And um, the the other thing is, too, um, uh, I've actually got uh, in one of my sections in my book, the science behind the benefit of living in gratitude. And, you know, it's amazing. Uh, There's a scientist. His name is Dr. Robert Emmons. And um, I've never met the man, but I, I have it on my bucket list because he's just a remarkable researcher. And and uh, he's from, uh, I believe, University of California at Davis. And uh, he has done a lot of remarkable work on gratitude. And he's done a lot of studies on people. And uh, he's actually come out with uh, some very interesting 
uh, scientific, um, you know, evidence of people who uh, tend to be more grateful. They tend to be 25% happier than the average person. Uh, they exercised one and a half hours more per week. Wow. Yeah. They slept more soundly and awoke more refreshed. That makes sense, doesn't mm -hmm. it? They felt better about their lives overall, uh, were more optimistic about their future, and they had uh, fewer health problems than the other uh, participants in some of the studies. And so, you know, I find that stuff to be incredibly interesting when you really um, kind of study and, and understand what, what it can really, really do for you. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing to me. Um, they tend to be happier, less depressed, less stressed, more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. Uh, they have higher levels of control of their environments. Uh, people who practice gratitude seem to be less impacted by stressful situations. They seem to be able to have much better coping mechanisms um, than those that do not practice gratitude. Uh, they can handle the difficulties of life much better. Um, they have fewer negative um, coping strategies. Um, they, they, they're less likely to try to avoid a problem. And I find that kind of interesting that people who practice gratitude tend to, instead of procrastinating or avoiding, they tend to let's, let's put, let's take this on, let's do this. And so that's a, that's a really interesting, uh, impact. Well, yeah. So, um, so, so, so what about somebody who has a job that they hate, you know, and they, and, you know, they might be saying, oh, the commute is so long and, you know, the, my coworkers, they're all just crazy. And, and my, and my, and my supervisor, she's out of her mind. How can they be grateful in a situation like that? Well, again, here's, here's where it comes into the, with the positive mental attitude. So you have to switch your perception from a pessimistic, uh, scarcity, victim, um, you know, the negative attitude to what can I, what is it that I can actually look at that's beneficial for me? So instead of looking at your job, for example, on the commute, okay, yeah, the commute can be, especially when you live in a city, it can really be a challenge. I mean, it's not fun to be in traffic, but you can listen to something on um, you know, a podcast that can be beneficial for you as you drive in. You can listen to some music that's uplifting. Um, you know, you can do that. Um, you know, th there's some things that you can do to um, when you have negative coworkers. Um, again, it's all about your perception and how you're going to take because a positive mental attitude is a, is a choice and it's a decision that you make to have. It's not something that you're born with. It's not something that you're given. It's a choice that each of us make every day. You can either have a positive mental attitude or a negative mental attitude. You're going to have one or the other. And so you have to make the choice which one you're going to have. And so, you know, um, how a person looks at their work, yes, can have a great influence on um, their overall happiness at their work. Go ahead. Constance is that oftentimes people will take one thing and blow it way out of proportion. So what do, I, what do I mean by that? So they'll be 
maybe this one coworker <clears throat> it drives people drives them crazy, they will then really inflate this and embellish it to be my whole work environment is terrible when it's really only this one person. So again, that's where you have to be able to really just take a step back, take a deep breath and say, okay, what's the reality with the situation? I actually like everybody in this room except this one person. So I either need to figure out a way to spend less time with this person and surround myself with the other people. And I need to uh, be more proactive in feeding the positive that I like about my work. So, you know, that would really help a lot. So, you know, when you were talking about traffic, you know, Atlanta has a lot of traffic. <laughs> and and just one day I had just been stuck in traffic seemingly just every place I went around the perimeter. And I was about to complain. And then it was like the spirit said, it didn't say girlfriend, but I'm just using the language. Girlfriend, you just got a new car. Yep. Yep. Some people are on the bus or walking. Don't you dare it. Dare. You have air conditioned, all of the bells and whistles. And just in that moment, I just shook myself and I said, God, forgive me. And just resorted to just radical gratitude and thanksgiving. Yeah, I've had a couple moments like that myself, <laughs> Constance. So, yeah, I mean, when you're sitting in a vehicle that is full of gas, is mechanically sound, uh, is getting to you, getting you to the location that you work at safely, I mean, those are some things to be really grateful for because a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. You know, again, it's about your perception. It's how you how you take those elements of a positive mental attitude and, and you can make make your situation better. And so for listeners or Rich who, who might be in really dire environments, maybe in third world countries. Yes. How can they be grateful in those circumstances? You know, I think that, and that's, a, that's, that's an excellent question. Um, it's real easy for us here in the United States, obviously, Constance, when we are living in the land of abundance here, um, which I'm grateful for. But, you know, there are people, many people around the world that are certainly a lot less fortunate and are in dire situations. And, you know, I think... I think what the Bible says is really important, and that is just in in all things, in every little thing, you can still be grateful for it. So again, you have to just look for it. You can either make the choice, I'm going to be negative, I'm going to be, you know, a victim, I'm going to just blame, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to have a, a, a pessimistic attitude. Or you can say, you know what, I'm going to figure out a way to at least have some positivity in my life today, no matter what my situation is. So let me ask you this. You know, a lot of people say that gratitude is a vibration and attracts to you more abundance. What's your take on that? Gratitude is the vibration that... Uh, can you, can you repeat that again? So a lot of people say that when you're in a state of gratitude, it's like the highest, one of the highest vibration and it attracts abundance and, and wealth and, and all good things to you. You know what? I, I believe that gratitude is the key element. Like I said, it's the catalyst that fuels a positive mental attitude. And 
we know that our thoughts become things. And the law of attraction is very just, you know, you're a living magnet and what you put out there is going to come back to you. And so if you're grateful for what you have, whether it's a lot or little, whatever it may be, it's you're going to you're going to have come back to you, whatever that thought process is about that. That's so yeah. true. And so, Rich, when you were healing from, you know, uh, from your accident, is that when you really began to practice extreme gratitude? Maybe you couldn't walk. And then when you did walk, you were extremely grateful. Was that a time when you really began began the process of uh, practicing extreme gratitude? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I began to. Um, and that's why I have in my book the 66-day challenge because, you know, I believe that uh, science has proven now that it takes about 66 days at a minimum to form a really good habit. Uh, it, could take o- o- it could take up to over 200 days, depending on what it is that you're trying to do. But um, I, I just started picking one thing a day to be grateful for. Mm. And uh, it was hard for me. But what was interesting, Constance, is that, you know, I went through, the for the first month or so, I was very angry um, because before my accident, I was practically a triathlete. I mean, I could swim and bike and run. and I mean, I was in amazing shape. And my whole life changed. Mm-hmm. And uh, even to this day, my life has changed um, physically to the point where I, I'm not able to do a lot of the things I used to do. And so um, I just had to accept that this is my new reality. And as soon as I did that, my healing really started to, to happen. Um, so you can actually prevent yourself from being healed by the thoughts that you think. So true. So you mentioned a 66-day gratitude challenge. So what would that look like for people? So basically what what it is, it's um, I, I have in the book, it's in chapter 14, I've listed 66 different things that you can be thankful for. And uh, basically what you do is you just pick one of those things. And in the morning, you just focus on that and you operate your gratitude around that. And you do the same thing in the evening. The next day, you pick something else and you focus on that during the day. And you just kind of make that your focal point for the day that this is what I'm grateful for today. So, for example, um, you know, uh, neighbors. I've got down here one of the things, neighbors. So, you know, it gives you an opportunity. So you may say to yourself, man, I actually don't know my neighbors really well. Well, this would be a good time to at least maybe go over, introduce yourself and maybe do something nice for them. And, uh, you know, just be grateful that you have neighbors that, you know, aren't, you know, being loud and noisy or, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, I'm sure you can find something that you can be grateful for with your neighbors. So the whole idea is, is to look for the good, look for the things you can be grateful for. That's good. And so let's talk about God and the Bible and gratitude. I know you have a book coming out. So what does God think about gratitude and what role does that play in our lives? Yeah, you know, there's there's several instances. You know, I, I what I did is I kind of I'm putting the, the book together in kind of a, you know, here's what the Old Testament says. 
here's the Gospels, here's the New Testament, Book of Revelation. So it's, it's, what's interesting is it's all throughout the Bible. You see uh, David in many different ways talking about giving thanks and, and praise to God in all, you know, for, for he is good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's constantly, you know, showing his gratitude to the Lord for, for where he was at, especially if you really understand the story of David. I mean, he, he really stumbled and uh, went through a real, really low time in his life. And, you know, he came through that. And, you know, I, I think that there was really true gratitude on his part for God's mercy and for his grace. And so one of the things that you see in the Old Testament is that the, uh, the priests in the temple, it's the Bible says that in the morning and in the evening, they would uh, three times they would uh, give thanks to God. Wow. So you can kind of picture in your mind these priests coming out and first thing in the morning, kind of raising their hands up towards the heavens and just giving God uh, gratitude and thankfulness. And the same thing in the evening. And then also in the book of Daniel, it talks about Daniel. He prayed three times a day and giving God thanks. And so, you know, I believe that he kind of had an attitude of gratitude throughout his day. It was, it was always on his mind about, you know, being grateful that, that God was leading in his life. So when you, when you look at Old Testament, Gospels, New Testament, um, you know, it, it's it's really quite quite amazing and uh, very enlightening and a little bit overwhelming because when you really understand and study what God has done for us and um, it, you know, there there it, it's humbling to really think about it that God's love is so great, so wide, so deep, um, and and it's just so all encompassing. And so for us that he would give that to us in such unlimited capacity, I, I am really grateful for that. Yeah. And, you know, I remember uh, I grew up in a good old Baptist church, Rich, yeah. and a good old black Baptist church. And, and the deacons in the church used to sing this song. And it just came to my mind. I hadn't thought about this in decades. And, it's, and, and the, the name of the hymn was, If I Had a Thousand Tongues it wouldn't be enough to say thank you to God. Yeah. And so for listeners, you know, gratitude is just so, so important and it's life changing. And uh, let's see, what else do I want to ask you? And so should people write down how important is writing down what people, what, what they're grateful for? Or can you just do it in your mind? What's your thinking around that? You know, I, I think both is good. Um, I tend to verbalize mine. So, you know, I'm, I'm a, I actually verbalize it. So I don't just say it in my mind, but I actually verbalize it. And my wife and I actually, um, she's an executive chef. And so before she leaves early, early in the mornings, we always have a devotional together. We do a positive self-talk together. And then um, we always... Each of us will give uh, several things that we're grateful for. So, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's really important to be able to do that. Um, and, and journaling can be a really great thing. And the nice thing about that 
is that you can have a, a documentation to go back and take a look. So let's say, you know, one day you say, you know, I'm really grateful, um, you know, for this and I really am appreciative of this. And then you can see down the road that there was a direct connection of your gratitude to another blessing that came to you. That's, wow. that's, that's really powerful. You just read my mind because my next question to you was uh, share with uh, uh, listeners or can you think of a time where maybe something in your life or in somebody else's life that you know was not that great and just with being grateful and thankful in the middle of it, they became blessed. Can you think of anything off the top of your head? Well, <clears throat> I, I, I mean, I can speak for myself. I don't, mm -hmm. I know that I, I, there's definitely some great stories out there, but I know that after my accident, so <clears throat> previous to that, so in 2008, I went through, if you remember when you interviewed me in 2013, I was the executive director for a nonprofit organization I remember that. called The Road. <clears throat> well, I had been going, I had been a trainer with The Road for years. And so, <clears throat> in uh, to, so after my accident, um, I believe that it was a preparation for me. I had to get, had to kind of go through this process to get ready um, to where I was going to be, um, to be ready to be able to take on what my next step was because I ended up becoming the executive director of the road. And what's interesting, I found out through my interview process is that they actually, it was a formality and they didn't expect to hire me. They didn't expect to have anything to do with me. Um, they were just, you know, they had put out, you know, this is, this is what, what we're doing. We have an opening for executive director, but they had already kind of made their mind up of who they were going to hire. Well, it turns out that, you know, that they were moved by God, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, he told them, this is the person that you need to hire. And so, you know, kind of surprised everybody, but I ended up getting hired and it, it worked out incredibly well. So um, for that, I'm really grateful. But I believe that because of I was practicing gratitude, I was allowing change to happen in my own personal life. Be going from somebody who was fairly self-centered mm -hmm. and kind of just thinking about themselves to somebody who was um, more compassionate, more loving, more uh, filled with um, um, enthusiasm and energy and, and, you know, for other people. And I just think it made, made such a big difference and it opened up that opportunity for me. Wow. We have about five minutes left, Rich. And sure. So in summary, what would you just yeah. like to say to people generally just about uh, uh, the powerful effects of gratitude? Well, I believe that um, gratitude is probably the most underutilized tool for improving life satisfaction and increasing happiness. I really believe that. I, I, I believe that a lot of people are not practicing it today and they're not realizing how effective it can really be in their lives. So I'm, I'm hoping that your listeners will at least be inspired, uh, if not to read the book, The Gratitude Effect, to at least begin to take one thing every day at least and just say, I'm grateful for that and think about that. 
and uh, what a difference that could really make um, in their life. And uh, so I, I just really believe that uh, when you exercise gratitude and you practice it and it becomes a habit, then it really changes your whole perspective on your world. And, uh, you know, instead of instead of seeing things negatively, instead of, you know, seeing the glass half empty and all that, you start seeing life from a whole different perspective. And it, it's really fun. It's exciting. And it makes you, you know, excited to get up out of bed every day. And, you know, uh, by the way, listeners, his book is awesome. You know, if I stayed up all night reading this book, not all night, but I, I read it and it's a it's an easy read. And I, I love, uh, you know, Rich, how you, you give just great examples and how to's and it's very detailed. But then, you know, you, you can really read it and apply it in your life. And, and and if listeners didn't do anything else, like you said, just the power of being grateful in their lives could be a life changer for them. So share with the listeners how they can get your book, what your website is. Uh, you, you are a great speaker. I, I told you that the last time I interviewed you, I know that you are a speaker and a coach. How can people contact you and what kind of services do you have? All right. So they can contact me in a couple different ways. Um, first way would be to, um, I'll give out my phone number. It's 214-924-5693. That's my cell phone. My email address is rich at richcavanus.com. And then my uh, website is richcavanus, which is spelled C-A-V-A-N-E-S-S, richcavanus.com. Um, they can go to the the gratitude, the gratitude effect.net, and that's the uh, landing page for the gratitude effect. And uh, so those will be some some great things that they can. Uh, the other thing is, is I have a um, group coaching experience called the monthly wisdom program. Oh. And yeah, that uh, you can. That's monthlywisdomprogram.com. So you can take a look at it there. And. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can check me out. And, um, you know, I, I'm open to speaking. I can come. I can do workshops, trainings. Um, like I said, I'm a certified Napoleon Hill instructor. And so I have a lot of material that I've helped a lot of businesses with and a lot of business people with um, in their sales, in their employee management, morale, all of those kind of things. The principles are very, very, um, they're, they're kind of one of those things where um, they're time tested and right. they, they endure forever. I mean, literally, I mean, what was discovered between 1908 by Napoleon Hill and uh, the mid 20s ended up being, I mean, they're very applicable today. So it, it doesn't matter. So true. And, and, and Rich, you're such a powerful, articulate speaker and trainer. I can tell, you know, I did that for years and uh, I'm going to really encourage all of you to reach out to him, call him, email him, contact him. He will be a great keynote for your next uh, upcoming event. Get his book. And Rich, I just want to thank you for coming back on my show again. You know, I'm I'm really honored, Constance, and I believe that <clears throat> I believe also I really do 
that you and I will will be working together in the near future and uh, in another aspect as well. So I'm excited about that. So yeah, we'll we, we we need to talk about that. We need yeah. to talk about that. Yeah. Well, everybody, uh, I want you to tell five of your friends about my show, and don't forget to go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. Just hit the subscribe button, and uh, as I say every week, you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounded by a loving, supporting spirit who loves and cares about you, and you know that I believe in you and have faith in you, and as I say every week, you need to believe and say something good is going to happen to me and through me today. Make it a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.